Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i'm joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex um i actually watched a lot of this um so you should be proud of me i didn't i didn't skip i only skipped one match um and that sounds pretty bad considering i do this for for you know every week but it's it's still better than nothing right i, I watched almost every match that we could yeah i'm, I'm very happy um the one week that we have uh, a big show to, to preview and uh, we don't have time to really jump into the review is uh the week that you have watched everything but um yes. that is how the cards fold so it's it's okay um we should just get straight into it though because i don't want to be here for too long uh the news uh the main news is that tokyo dream cinderella is airing on pay-per-view uh, with English commentary. Uh, they haven't said who is on English commentary. I can tell you now it's not us, uh, unfortunately, so don't Damn. don't get your hopes up too much. Um, and yeah, I have no uh, desire to, to listen to English commentary. Uh, I don't really need commentary when I watch wrestling, so I'm going to stick to a Japanese feed if I can. So, yeah. I mean, it depends on who's on commentary. I, I assume... It's gonna be somebody terrible, so yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not really into it. Cause like, let's not get too much into commentary. But like, if they get Ian Rigabani on it, I'd be cool. Like, that would be cool if he started doing the big shows. I think he's pretty good. Um, if they just stole the the Hannah Montana um commentary booth, I think that would be cool. But they probably won't. They'll probably do somebody. Uh, they'll probably do somebody pretty terrible. Um, and that mm-hmm. won't be fun. So yeah, imagine it was like. Osprey and Fumi Saito or something. Bro, I would, I would just, oh my god, if they got, oh, like, oh, that would be terrible. Don't even fucking speak that into existence, bro. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, on the topic though of Tokyo Dream Cinderella, um, I checked out the ticket sales, um, like the advanced ticket sales, and they are not looking so hot. Um, it doesn't look like anything sold out. I think the VIP sections aren't for sale anymore. Uh, so they look sold out, but I just don't think they're they're selling selling them advanced anymore. Um, so not a good sign, but I don't really know. I don't have a read on Oto Ward. Like there hasn't been 
a single wrestling show according to cage match at that venue since like wrestle one last year so i don't know how the venue generally does kind of in the COVID era or if there's going to be like maybe there's a big walk-up um but i know the initial sales just based on like me going onto the ticket thing did not look all that uh you know good yeah you are the ticket man so um, i'm not sure how to feel about what where is this one at is this one at yokohama no, Wait, no, where is it? Oh shit, yeah, it is Old Award. Oh shit, I totally forgot that this is the Old Award show. That's quite, that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a big deal actually. Yeah, I, I have, I have no idea. Um, actually, because I, I wonder how they do against Gaiism. Like, I wonder how Gaiism is doing. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, in comparison, Gaiism has like three sections already sold out. Okay, then yeah, I think Storm might be fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's no good. Considering they've been building the show up for like two and a half years now, um, <laughs> that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, I suppose we'll have to wait and see. Though there could be, um, as I said, there could be a big walk up uh, for the show, which is definitely possible. Like people might just be waiting it out uh, to see if like the kind of show gets cancelled ahead of time. You know. Yeah, that's true. You know, hopefully, 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 it isn't an empty arena. That's that's all you can really hope for. They just they just wouldn't run it, I imagine, at that point. Um, well, at that point, that would be a like fucking groundbreaking failure. <laughs> it's true, um, but yeah, I suppose that's all we can read into on tickets. Um, this time around, we are gonna start with the preview because we don't know how long we're gonna go uh, talking about the show. So we are going to get straight into the action from Tokyo Dream Cinderella. Uh, this is obviously at Oda Ward on uh, June 12th. Uh, the opener is a pre-show match. It's Rina versus Hina versus Lady C. Um, Scott, our good friend Scott, has convinced himself Lady C is winning. Um, I don't think he saw Lady C getting pinned by a child at the last big show. So I, I think he needs to step that down a bit, maybe. Yeah. I, well, I think that would be cool if, if Lady C got a win, but at the same time, mm-hmm. um, Hina Supremacy uh, runs wild, brother. She's about to get that Gato Clutch, that that modified Gato Clutch. Did you see how she she told she pulled that out uh, on Rina? Um, I don't know if yes, you saw that match. I did. Fucking good ass looking Gato Clutch. Like she, that's better than Gato did it, you know. And that's his name, Gato Clutch. You know, Gato. Like, yeah, she, she did better than Gato. I mean, it's very easy to do things better than Gato, but you know, it's pretty cool. Fair. Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the opener. Um, I think if Lady C may debut new gear, and if then if obviously if she does, then she'd win. Um, but I think now, right now, I'm leaning towards uh, Arena maybe to get her win back over Hina. Yeah, that's possible. Well, I, yeah, that's for true. Um, oh no, Hina supremacy, as I said. Of course. Um, with that, we're on to the first match of the main card. Uh, this is the Cinderella Tournament semi-final. Uh, Unagi Sayaka takes on Micah. Um, I had been full on that Micah is winning and going to the final, but uh, Unagi debuting a new finisher at, at Cork and gives me some pause. Um, I don't think they'd go through with it. I feel like Unagi and Saya hasn't been built at all, um, whereas you know you Micah know... and Saya have had a lot of time. So I think Micah definitely should win here and probably will. I think Micah obviously should win because I don't think Unagi should ever win. Um, but, besides the point, 
I, I, I realized on these past couple shows that we'll talk about a little bit later, um, they've done a really good job at building up the other possibilities, right? Because it seems like a foregone conclusion, oh, it's going to be Michael versus Saya. Um, but on the, in, the, in the Niigata show, they sort of built up that thing where it's like, Unagi isn't like, oh, I'm going to face Saya. It's like, oh, I'm going to win this and face Tam. Like, she sort of built that up in the pre-match. Um, and then, you know, Micah and, and Jumbo were both like, oh, we're going to face each other uh, because, you know, DDM supremacy. So they've done a lot better of a job than they were in the previous weeks where it just seemed like it was pretty obviously going to be Micah versus Saya to build up the possibility of Unagi going to the finals, which I obviously hope does not happen, um, against either Saya or against Jumbo or, you know, Jumbo facing Micah or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's pretty interesting, but I still think we were right in the first place. I think Micah and Saya is the, is the match to see and the match is going to headline the show um, in the end. So I think Micah definitely gets the win here. Um, that finisher does look cool though. I, I have to give her that. I don't know how she's going to get some of the girls up when she is, you know, she, she, I'm not saying like she can't, but she's a smaller, she's a smaller wrestler and that's a pretty big power move. So I'm not sure how she's going to do trying to lift like, you know, jumbo in comparison to her doing it to Hannon, but I'm, I'm interested. And I think that move is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had a, she had a bit of trouble. It looked like doing it to Hannon, but she was okay in the end. Um, and yeah, I think the the one thing that gives me pause with uh, Unagi possibly winning is that they just did Saya versus Unagi at the last pay-per-view. And I think going back to that and having Saya win again probably wouldn't make much sense. And I mean, I feel like if Saya gets through to the final, she has to win because they spent so long building her versus Tam that having somebody else win and then challenge Tam would kind of break the flow. Um, so yeah. I think for that reason, I'd probably definitely stay leaning towards Micah. Um, but the new finisher did give me some pause. It has a really cool name too. Um, I know we're trying to like not waste a lot of time, but it has a really cool name. I need, to, I need to remember what it's called. Uh, I'm going, I'm going through Dragon Moon's thing. Uh, thank you for your service. That's what it's called. I actually really like that name. So is yes. Molly apparently who just came up to me <laughs> and wagged her tail. Um, yeah. Thank you for your save- service. It's a pretty cool name. I dig it. Um, so yeah, we um, like Micah to go to the final there. Uh, the next match is the other semi-final, which is Saya Kamatani versus Himeka. Um, I think Saya wins. Uh, I think this plays off of their GP match, which was the first real surprise win of Saya's career when she took Himeka to a 20-minute draw. Um, so obviously they have to condense that now to 15 minutes and find a way to win. But I think, you know, Saya showcasing her growth in that span by going from just barely scraping a draw against Himeka to beating her in this match would be one of those, you know, last steps in her elevation. Yeah, I think I'm I'm probably going to be, depending if both of them bring it, and I'm sure they will, I think this is going to be one of those matches that I'm really excited to see live because I am pretty confident that Saya wins the entire tournament. But if anyone's going to beat her, it's going to be jumbo and that's really exciting because i think that that's a really interesting element to it where it's like i'm almost positive but i'm excited to see if i if i actually bite on any of the of the near falls that jumbo gets because i think that that's a that's that's something that could happen you know i i don't think it's gonna happen but i could definitely see it uh happening and i'd be really down with it happening but i think saya should win here probably will win here um and then like we said face micah later on in the night that's fair. Um, the next match on the show then is a three-way tag match. Um, 
the competitors are Mum Watanabe, Azami, Natsupoi, Julia, Tam Nakano, and Mina Shirakawa. Um, originally, these were all in their factions, but then uh, at Cork, and I think it was, Julia was like, yeah, that kind of bores the shit out of me, so let's like pick a lottery to have teams, and then we'll just go from there. So um, the teams will be randomized. Um, this is an interesting idea. I tweet that out, but it's one of the most creative things I think Stardom has like come up with in a while because it's like this just went from a random undercard tag match to being a genuinely interesting match on the card just because of that one slight change, um, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, I think I think Momo summed it up perfectly though, and I, I loved her response to this. Um, she she said in response to this, she said, "My back hurts, my neck hurts." And now I have to think about the pain I will be in if I have to team up with Julia. And then she said, good night. And then Julia's like, well, you should get some good sleep because we might have to team together. So, you know, you better, you better be on your game, A game. You better be on your A game because get, get some good sleep. And it could also be uh, the, the, the two theories are either Momo and Julia, Momo and Mina team. I think any way, I think it probably Izumi and Poi are going to team up together. And I think that would be it pretty cool team not gonna lie this you know unfolds and how the teams play out i think it did add that huge element of like just interest and like oh i wonder how this is gonna go and like i wonder yeah um yeah i think the the you make a good point like i feel like some of the rivals could definitely be teamed up and i think that would add another layer to things like if um you know, if Julia and Tam have to team, I think that'd be an interesting one. If, like, Momo and Mina had to work together. And then, obviously, I think Azami and Poi would just be a great team anyway, uh, regardless of their, their own issues. So I feel like they'd be fun together. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like any combo almost would be fun. Like, a Julia-Azami team would be weird. Uh, Julia and Mina teaming would be weird. Um, they'd almost be entertaining, just for how strange they are. Um, but, yeah, I... I I feel like that's the sort of stuff that I want to see more, not just from stardom, but from wrestling in general, where they're just like, okay, well, this is just a match, but let's just like be a little bit creative and make it interesting. Because um, this went from a match to, to something that we're like genuinely now discussing and interested in. Yeah, um, I think that's, that's one thing that... Uh, I think AEW started doing that early on and then they sort of stopped doing that with certain things where it's like oh well this matters because there's this really weird little element to it that like you have to remember in the back of your head and it's like oh that's cool and then you know they stopped and i think that is one thing about wrestling that is one of the best things is that it's like you can make nothing into something very very easily not easily but you know relatively easily just by adding a certain layer to the match adding a certain you know element of surprise and a certain you know mash up a little twist to it um, and I think that's one of the best things about wrestling is when there are those little twists. And I think this is one of those examples that it's like, oh, now I'm excited to see, you know, what goes down this match compared to, you know, when it was announced, I was like, well, that's a random ass match. Like, I like, for example, I thought that this show was going to have Julia versus Momo in a special singles. And I was like, well, why are they doing a tag match? Like, that seems like a waste of, you know, six of your wrestlers. Um, but it turns out that, you know, Momo and Julia might have to team together. And that's pretty cool. So they definitely made the the best out of what they originally had. Indeed. Um, and we need to see more of that, uh, especially in stardom, because, you know, we've talked about it a lot, but those the last uh, batch of shows were really a slog to get through because there was just no none of that creativity there. Um, 
and you know now they've they've got us interested but um stuff on that match uh the next match on the show is uh the stars versus a way to tie all out war elimination match uh, so this match is the same stipulation as their last one uh it's elimination and the last wrestler eliminated has to join the enemy's unit uh the stars team is Mayu Utani, Starlight Kid, Hanan, Kagama, and Rin Katakura, who is revealed to be X. And the away to tag team is Natsuko Tora, Konami, Fuki Gundeth, Ruaka, and Saki Kashima, who was also revealed to be X. Um, I don't, uh, you know, I don't want to like reveal or anything, but you know, I did, I did call that like from the second this match was made. Almost, I was like, oh yeah, Rin's probably the X for stars, and I think Saki could yeah. be the X for away to tie. Um, I am secretly on the Stardom booking team, so I'm not. I'm not like. Really then get good us at a this. fucking just, job like... as comms, bro. Come on now. <laughs> I don't have that much influence. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we're just we're back where we started almost. Uh, but Stars now has yeah. a, a different, some different members. Um. I really know who switches at, at this point. I don't want anyone to switch. Like I just. It's like when when death like moved to away to tie i was like i don't really want this like i don't really care um and i'm kind of the same here because like you know saki or ruaka going back to stars doesn't really make any sense so i don't think they do that um i don't think konami or tora is going to stars either so that just leaves death jumping back to, to stars again you know which is yeah. the only like plausible result and then on the stars well, side, i mean I mean, I'm excited to see Oedo Tyra and Katakura. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see that. Like, that's so gonna happen. I would, I would, no, I would be in, that would be the most funny thing. It's like, damn, sorry. I guess you, I guess you gotta hang out with the, with the goths now. I know that you, like, don't even work here and you're, like, just here to hang out with Mayu, but mm-hmm. bye. Like, that would be the funniest shit. Like, I, like, it would just be like, okay. Like, like, we know Rin because we like Marvelous, but, like, imagine somebody who just watches Stardom and, like, so, so this random person just is here now, and she's no longer here, but she's in a Wado tie, for whatever reason. Like that, that would just be fucking funny to me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think it'd be better because she like never really wrestles in Stardom either. So they would be getting nobody essentially. Like they would just, you know, a Wado tie would get nothing except for like her popping up every like two months. That'd be funny. Just her yeah. and like her and emo makeup, just like randomly, and she is like the least emo human being mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> and mm-hmm. her just her just coming coming out and like all like fucking goth shit, and then she goes back to marvelous, just you know looking like the needlefish, you know, like like normal. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fucking funny to me. She could uh, she could join Hibiki and marvelous. They'd be they'd be uh, the goths, the the goth kids that scare everyone. Oh, that'd be fucking funny. That'd be great. Um, but no, I think death. I think death just switches back. Um, honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm getting sick of of Fukigen and Gokigen. Um, I want I want Death Yamasan back. It, it, I don't know. Outside of outside of Color Me Pop, it is just it just hasn't felt right at all. I'm gonna be honest. Like I've I've just been like it, it over time. I've just been like losing more and more like appreciation for her. I guess obviously Kiro Yonayama is one of the greatest of all time, but like I'm just I'm just not digging the clown anymore. I'm just gonna be honest. Like it's just I don't know. Yeah, that's a very bad take. Uh, the clown is great. Um, nobody in stars going to a way to tie makes much sense either, does it? Like 
Kagama has just returned. There's no there's no chance she's going. Uh Hanan, it wouldn't make sense to load them up with another like young one to take pins. Um because they've already got Rina and Morocco there, so I don't really see why they would need Hanan. Yeah. Um Mayu is almost definitely not going, even though that's the most interesting uh option. And yeah, I don't Dude, think they do kid. I feel either. like we've been talking about this for like months because I was just mm-hmm. about to bring up. We have. <laughs> I was just about to bring up fucking the John Cena in Nexus storyline, which I brought up three months ago, Alex. Mm-hmm. I brought it up three months ago, and we are talking about the same fucking thing <laughs> three months later. Oh my god, that <laughs> there, sucks. There's some deja vu. Uh, going on because Kate is also challenging Poi for the high speed belt again, which like literally yeah. just happened, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, we're just like on a loop here. So I don't know. Um, yeah, time is a flat I, circle. Indeed. Um, yeah, I guess Death just goes right back to stars, like we said when they basically said that they were gonna redo the match um, at Oda Ward, um, and yeah. That's that, I guess, because unless they do something like super cool, like uh, you know, like Mayu going or, or I don't know, Tora jumping over, and uh, there's not really much that would benefit anyone because I feel like Starlight yeah. Gate getting handicapped with the away to tie tropes would be the worst thing ever because she's been incredible like all year for Stardom, and then her going to the heel faction where they you know spend most of their matches doing the lazy heel stuff would just not be beneficial to anyone. Yeah, it also it also plays into the thing that like I feel like and we talked about the, you know, significance of Kid as a luchador or as a wrestler with a mask. I know you sort of are leaning towards the latter and I sort of believe in the former. Um, I feel like there's a lot more to do with her in the mask as a babyface that they just haven't mm-hmm. taken advantage of. Um like put her in a in a hair versus mask or a mask versus title mask or something, you know? Do, like I feel like there's a lot to do with her in that front. Um, in in regards to her mask, I feel like they haven't really used it very often. And either if she went to Oedotai, either they would make her take off her mask, which I always thought was going to be. Um, back in the day, I thought Hannah Kimura was going to be the one to be like, "Okay, I draft kid. Uh, you have to take off your mask now." And it was like going to be a big thing. Um, obviously that never happened. Now it's sort of looking like that's a her versus Julia type feud. Um, and I don't really see that. I feel like Kid would lose, like you said, lose a lot if she went to Oedotai. She wouldn't gain a lot at all. Um, except for wearing black masks. And I like her black masks, but that's not really enough to make me think that career suicide is worth it. <laughs> so, you know, not not super excited about that prospect. Um, I don't know. I think Mayu or Tora changing would be really interesting. Probably going to be mm-hmm. death, though. I, I, I think it's oh, probably yeah. going to be death. Yeah. Probably, Which yeah. sucks. I hope it. I hope it's over after that. Like literally, months and months go by with a bunch of you know faction leaves this this, this and nothing changes except for Ruka to Oedotai. Like that's mm-hmm. the only that wow that man, and that's the thing that started this in the first place. That holy shit. <laughs> yeah, emo children ruin so many things. <laughs> I mean. I guess I don't. I don't know. Um, I I don't really want you to expand on that, but I also I would need 
to you to expand on that to understand. Okay, so we're not. For, we, for we example, can, no, can. no. For we example, can. have you seen Nightmare Please. Before Christmas? Have you seen Nightmare Before Christmas? The emo kids no. are like shock, lock, and barrel. You never seen Nightmare Before Christmas? I don't think so. With Oogie Boogie. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.